My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the Geekiest Show Alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week. We're on issue 11 with your regular hosts, Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. And I'm Mark. Now, we're coming to the close of 2018. We've had an incredible year of superhero stuff. And today's a very special day. Because our general chit-chat is going to upgrade into captain chit-chat. What? You know, that thing we said a couple of weeks ago. It's a, it's a thing now. Is Captain it? Captain Chit Chat. Captain Chit Chat. That sounds like a rubbish superhero. This is the exact same conversation we had a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we hope you all had an amazing Christmas, Hanukkah, all those holidays. We hope you had a great... T- even if it was just a time off, you don't celebrate any of them. That's the it's, best bit, is the time It's off. always nice having a bit of time off. Rekindling with family, friends, all that joyful stuff. Still technically Christmas if you count the 12 days of Christmas, just saying. It, it, it's Christmas C. I'll just, give you that. You haven't got another Space Jam, have you? Just, no. Good. No, no, don't worry about that. I'm, 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 I've had enough Space bit, Jam. A bit more serious with the songs. So, this is... Well, yeah. So, in this part of the show now, instead of news, we're still going to play the J. Jonah Jameson. Of course It's, J, it's J. Jonah Jameson. It is I mean, J. Jonah Jameson. I mean, you got to play J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, you got to. So, so, we're going to have a look back at 2018. So... Let's kick it over to Jay Jonah and Bruno Mars. I need photos of Spider-Man. So, we're going to start this off. This is Geek of the Week's Look Back at 2018. Now, we're going to start with the films... Uh, all superhero based all that came out this year and we're going to go in sort of an order like of release um, I'm going to start off at the beginning of the year in February with Black Panther I can't even believe Black Panther came out this year this year I love that film so, so much yeah let's get your Mark let's get your opinions on you just Black got Panther. it I loved it, <laughs> it I loved amazing. it it was amazing now I've, I've, Black Panther's always been a character that I've liked as for, for forever basically mm. and I was really pleasantly surprised that that became such a high profile film because he was um, in, in Civil War he was kind of like oh look we've put the, the Black Panther in isn't it cool yeah. whereas this film was just excellent just like how ama- look how amazing Black Panther yeah. uh, and his world is yeah, exactly right. how incredible it is exactly right and uh, loved it. it it just took the box office away like it's one of the films to make one billion and it's it just soared past all the other solo and it, films. And and it, it was still at the it. cinema when Infinity, and, War, when Infinity War came out, yeah. yeah. It, and, it was a perfect uh, double feature. There. Yeah, exactly. And, Unintentionally, right? And I don't think that they expected it to still be there because Infinity War came out like three or four months later and yeah. and Black Panther was still it's rocking it. Still kicking butt, still kicking butt. And I think that what helped it was it's you know it's that representation finally put on screen and stuff like that and they invested so much into this like they made the they had their own soundtrack you know they got um kendrick lamar in to do like music for it there was build up and there was a you know they were invested fully into like this cultural representation mm-hmm. uh, and i thought it you know it and served then, the film well and, and the comics kind of we're, we're already on it but i love the way they kind of like 
made African culture technological yeah. without kind of like like undermining the African culture. It was brilliant. Exactly. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. It was, a, it was a perfect blend, I think, of the two. Um, that's and a I really, nice word, blend. blend. That is a good word, a very descriptive blend. and... That's a good word. Yes, it's a, it was a nice together. blend. Fused the two together with a bit of uh, yeah. <laughs> vibranium. I really enjoyed as well, the, uh, I think the villain of the piece was, uh, you know, people say a lot about Marvel and their villain problems. I personally feel like in Phase 3 and a bit in Phase 2, they've completely destroyed that stereotype of, of having villain, villain problems. problems. A lot of it is like the villain's just the hero but in a different costume, which is fair to say in quite a lot of the films. It's a fair, like, dig to make, um, but I think they've totally got rid of that. Like this Killmonger, he had the right ideas, but went about the wrong way. Like, the right intentions went about completely mm. the wrong way. And His motivations, sort of, you could understand yeah. them, for sure. But, like, at the end, T'Challa sort of learns from the villain and sort of, you know, makes, like, brings Wakanda into the rest of the world and, like, exposes him. Not in a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, reveals, maybe reveals not exposes. Just goes, here we are, we've got... We're quite... Oh, yeah, we're, we're Wakanda. We're pretty sick, not going to lie. And then a couple, <laughs> a couple of weeks... Maybe like a week, maybe in the story time or some storyline of the MCU, you get Thanos invading it. So it's kind of like, no, oh, bit of regret there. Bit of regret. Yeah. Now, moving on, Swift, like a nice little transition there. In April, we had Avengers Infinity War, which was, you know, a 10 year build up to this incredible, Mate. epic film, 18 Mate. films in the making. And this. Did you cry? Blew it apart. Oh, of course it. I cried for Tony Stark, and I didn't. Yeah. Not that invested in Tony Stark, but I thought oh. this was the film and that speech that Thanos gives to Tony. Like he's gone, mate. He's a goner, and then he survives. And Peter I've, goes, and I'm like, no, I can't. I've, do I've it. said, I've said it a hundred times, but I was okay. I'm I was okay. Now, I was okay. <laughs> and then Rocket's grief. Yeah. Rocket's grief. He's a he's an animated raccoon, but his true bitter sadness when all his friends died I was it's, just like what makes oh what makes, my feelings what makes it worse and apologies if you I'm, know you didn't twig on to this I'm getting is a bit cut up he, now. he set like he says um, he talks you know the whole thing before is like oh I'm the captain you know all, there's all this big deal like he's like the leader or whatever but he's the only one left so he is now it's all foreshadowed oh. previously and there's loads of stuff with Spidey and Tony Stark which is like builds up to it and then I remember watching what it a film the second time and uh, the first time I watched it obviously a call because oh Spidey's gone this is and he has that emotion uh, all apparently ad-libbed as well by Tom Holland, what an incredible actor! Uh, I didn't. You, I Re- think you mentioned that last. Really time. hope to meet him one day. Fingers crossed. That's my. Uh, that's my dream. I just <laughs> hang out and be spied. It like dressed up as Spider-Man. Go, hey. Um, but less, <laughs> less, less, on, le- less on that. But yeah, um, yeah. So the first time I watched, it, obviously caught up and like, oh, this is so emotional. But then someone was like, the reason he fights on, or the reason he knows something's happening, is because of his spider sense. And I was like, you making this even worse. And the second time, I cried even more, which I didn't think was possible. I'm getting a tear in my right. No, I, I'm. I, I, I'm I got a little bit sad as well. Wipe but, away. Um, oh, we're gonna that's, move on. Move on. But yeah, I'm but every time, no, every time I watch it, it's still. You I'll are wait. actually crying. It's all right. No need to it's, call me out. <laughs> but yeah, again. But what a film! Can't say uh, enough about this film. Like, like I say, ten years in the making, and it was incredible to see all these characters. Like, if you enjoyed any MCU character in the past ten years, mm. someone was there for you. You know what I mean? And Doctor Strange was incredible in this. Yeah, he was. He was went awesome. full magical on this. 
Tony's story, his arc, the MCU is basically the story of Tony Stark in a way. I know people don't like Tony Stark. But I do. A big overarching thing is like, if you follow Tony throughout all these films, you're basically following the story of the yeah. MCU. Um, I think Cap, Cap didn't get as much pull as it, like you'd expect, but he still got his things. Four was epic in this, and yeah. it just led on to Ragnarok, how badass and, and Four Stormbreak. really Stormbreak, he yeah. got Stormbreaker. Like, Four could have killed Thanos, and I reckon he's going to be a big, like, he was, yeah. Thanos has got uh, some splaining to do uh, when Four finds him again, and uh, the whole end is catching him again, I, but yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Brilliant. I'm and so good, excited for Endgame. And the good guys, good guys lost. I know. Who'd have funk it? Who'd have but, funk but it? But that's the thing, again, like, like um, like in Black Panther, the you understand the motivation yeah. of the bad guy again, going about it the wrong way. But uh, still, it's—is he that much of a bad guy? He doesn't see himself as head, a bad yeah. guy. That's one of those things in it. The best villains think they're the good guy and stuff mm. like that, and everyone's the hero of their own story. Mm. And it's you know, there you go, mate. There you go. And funny enough, two weeks later, was it two weeks? I think it was like two. It was very close anyway. In April. Deadpool 2 came out and it was like what? It was crazy and you know we got Josh Brolin again in another superhero film but this time it was Cable so Deadpool 2 what did you uh, think of this? Of course I loved it. Of course I loved it. It was wonderful. Deadpool is just so good. It's just I love how it doesn't take itself seriously. I love how it's, 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 it's just such a a light relief yeah from, if, I mean, particularly at the same time as Infinity, Infinity War, War which broke me it was just daft and funny and it was nice to have a laugh self-referential it? and it's just great I think this is why Deadpool thrives in this period <clears throat> we're in now because we've got like you say we've got so much superior stuff that a parody of it is perfect for it uh, Deadpool probably wouldn't have been able to exist earlier on in superhero films or no back I think we, they timed it really back, well like it's it's perfect unfortunately I think Fox you know the whole thing Fox and Disney I hope we do still get to see Deadpool and my hope is that this PG-13 Once Upon a Deadpool they release is them testing the waters to see if it would work at Disney or Disney could do an R-rated still I mean we'll see 15, 18 for us really in the UK I I keep talking all American terms but nah (laughs) PG-13 but yeah and again incredible marketing like the best thing about the first film in my opinion was the marketing and the film yeah. lived up to the hype and then the marketing was back at it again the Celine the mar- Dion thing oh, bang on Ash is amazing amazing <laughs> and it's still like even this Once Upon a Deadpool they had great marketing for that as well and it's just golden mate <laughs> mm. they had stuff to bring it back to UK relevance he did stuff with Manchester United and Wayne Rooney he had a dream about Wayne Rooney in one of them and it was just incredible just hilarious in my opinion you know, it's funny then we entered the summer Bright, bright skies, bit of a tan, or rain in England. You know, it was co- apparently fo- something was coming home. Um, didn't Ugh. come home. No, but we of course got, it didn't. <laughs> we got Ant Man and the Wasp. Now, last I checked, you'd miss, you missed out on Ant Man. I and haven't Wasp. seen it yet, but I got it for Christmas, so I'm going to watch say, it. It's out, uh, it was out on DVD release, and I was like, oh, should I take like. But I'm I got it, got it for Christmas, but I, I also got a Nintendo Switch, so, so I've been busy. Oh, there, was, there, was, <laughs> there was priorities there. So yeah. you're, you're going to have to call, you're going to have to call was, this one. I'm I was afraid. Say, do you know about the post credit scene? No. Okay, then uh, right. But guys, that post credit scene, right, is all I'm going to have to you, say. You can about spoil that. me. I deserve it. I should have seen sure? it by now. Okay, so in the post that 
Right, I'll talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp, again, it was similar to Deadpool. It was nice sort of break away from Infinity War and being like, oh, everything's sad. And it was a great cast. And the thing that let it down was all the cool stuff that, you know, the shrinking and the growing stuff was seen in the trailer. So that sort of, I think, dampened it's like it dampened it for me. And I, I think for a lot of people may agree as well. Like a lot of it you saw in the trailer. And it was fun to see this cast again. And again, it's like they're a funny, funny bunch. The... Um, yeah, and I do like the dynamics that they've set up in here, and I'm looking forward to actually seeing this group in the Avengers films. I think that was more of a it's more of an advertisement of like, okay, I want to see these in Avengers now. Now that we got to see, um, and here called him Hank, then we got to see Scott in like Civil War. I was like, okay, now I want to see all these guys into Avengers, which looks like yeah. what, what we're going to see in Avengers Endgame. But for me, the most memorable thing about this is the post credit scene. So, so they save. I want to get into. They basically. They have this machine. They finally saved the original Wasp, but this now opens up opportunities for like different timey wimey stuff and all this particle da 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 science malarkey, wibbly wobbly timey wibbly wobbly timey and you know all this whatever quantum realms and your standard stuff. Right. So Scott goes in and he's like, "Oh guys, yeah, I'm in," and he's checking on them, and they fade away to dust. So everyone thinks so they've gone missing. They've you know disappeared in the snap. And now everyone thinks uh, Scott's missing as well, but he's not. He's in there, which is why it's a big thing in the end game trailer when he's like at the door. He's like, "Wait, what? Was this a week ago or something?" Or and he's just like, "Hey!" So and they reckon the rumor is now now that he's gone into there, he's picked up his data and all that sciencey stuff. He can do like time travel stuff. So I think okay. it, this again was sort of like a build up. It was like the post credit scene to Infinity War, like with Captain Marvel. It was building up to the next film, which yeah, sometimes these MCU films are. Like oh, sometimes you post credit scene, mother, and then some, he faded yeah. away. Just my, my, my. Uh, that was me living my best life. Oh, it was incredible. One, I was just happy to see Maria Hill again. I was like, oh, Maria. Oh, no. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, another film that came out in July. We're probably going to touch on this briefly because I only recently s- saw it, and I imagined you would have missed this. Cut. Knowing your feelings towards animation in cinema, go on. Was Teen Titans Go no, to I the movies, and this was hilarious. This was like it was on levels with like Lego Batman because it was very self-referential. It made jokes and stuff like that. Had digs at Deadpool, and there was this whole thing with the marketing where they were having it. They were like, there was a Green Lantern movie. No one likes to talk about it. And then Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds obviously shot back. Then they shot back. There was this incredible back and forth. And again, it was. It was worked really well. It made you just think, just stick with these films, DC, doing really well. But we'll move on in the future. We're going to talk about how DC are back on form, which is exciting to see. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It was f- a fun time, and it's out on DVD and all those. Have you got it on DVD? Definitely worth to check out. You're going to lend it me? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that means pro- no. Nah, yeah, probably will. To be fair. <laughs> and now we're going to October to a spooky season. Spooky. Very sp- spooky. And we're going to talk about Venom. Now, this is exciting for us because Venom was literally like our topic point in our first show. So now yeah. this is sort of like going around to where we popped up. We it is. We creeped out. We've been around 11 weeks. Creeped in and just like, hey guys, how's it going? We're going to talk some geeky comic stuff. Um, but yeah, Venom. Do you want to talk Venom about- was just fun. All the people going, wow, 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 yeah. no Spider-Man. Oh, just get over yourself. It was. It, it, it's not the kind of film that's going to change your life. It's not the kind of film that's going to make, yeah. make 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 waves and win awards yeah, or anything. Yeah, it's not a trendsetter. But it was like fun and it, it was, was cool and it was well done yeah. and, and, and there was 
enough plot. It was just a good fun film. I it f- wasn't I the best, it, yeah. but it wasn't bad at all. I thought it was hilarious. Some I of, loved it. Some of the bits in it, like the Eddie Brock and Venom, the symbiote dynamic, which is... Yeah, exactly right. So fun, and apparently there's more Tom Hardy footage to come around, so I'm just... Oh, it was just so... It was yeah, funny. Obviously, it was like... Don't get the Venom hate. It and was, I'm glad it's been really it, successful. It was, yeah. I'm sort of like, in a way, like, hey, um, I want, like, other, like, I wanted Enter the Sp- Into the Spider-Verse to do a bit better. So, that, like, I want them to go more around that. But I, basically, the lesson I want them to get from Venom is sort of do Spider-Man characters without Spider-Man. Don't try and take the MCU Spidey away, yep. which I think they'll probably do. But, I'd, yeah, like I say, it was just funny. Like, it was more one of those... It was like a pre-MCU film, like those mm-hmm. Punisher ones and those less Daredevil in a way, but sort of like that. And it was... I feel like if it came out around that end, they were like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. And, like, it wasn't awful, was it? Let's be honest. And No, it was fun. You know, give it the benefit of the doubt. Now, we're in December. Oh, we caught up pretty fast. We have. And the first one we're going to talk about, interestingly enough, back with Sony, was Into the Spider-Verse. Now, this film was just amazing, spectacular. I mean, we, we, covered, it quite, we covered it quite strongly a couple of weeks ago, and I, I was blown away by how good it was. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of expected it to be good, but not outstanding, and it was. It was, it was ex- an exceptional film. Do you mind if I go through, basically, your whole sort of a story with this film? Yeah, you can do. Just sort of like a full cycle. So, the first time I think I mentioned this, Mark was like, ugh, animation in film. <sighs> Whatever. Like, non-interested. Then I think you saw a trailer or something, you're like, ooh. Yeah, that's Okay. Fair. And then there was... Um, I, I, and I, then, I had a journey. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that, okay. And you sort of ding like, oh, I'm definitely going to check it out then. And then we had all this talk about all these, like, oh, it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, like it did at a time. I think it's on the ni- still in the 90s. And then we talked about this award, and you're like, okay, now I'm getting overhyped. And yeah, like, oh, that's no. true. And then you watch the film, and it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> it lives <laughs> up to that. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And I'm glad it was brilliant. Spectacular, amazing. It was spectacular. <laughs> well done, It was friend. the ultimate side <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I like... I really enjoyed this, and I'm excited that we're going to get more. It was the perfect Miles film. It was a great Peter film, Gwen Stacy film. Mm-hmm. Like all the characters got their just desserts. Everything was like they served it well. They've set up a great, an incredible post-credit scene, which you know inks it even more and was just yeah. hilarious. It was again, it's sort of in the closest thing that's come to it in my head is like that Lego Batman of being self-referential but still telling an important story yeah, like it was, poking it was, fun it was at Spider-Man's really well history done. and the whole you know the story but and it gave a new take and I think it's yeah, loved it kept people interested now the last film we're gonna talk about is uh, the sequel to Warpoint no I'm joking <laughs> this is Aquaman now I've um, like I said before, I feel like DC are back on form with this. Yeah, it was um, good. It was closer to Wonder Woman than like Suicide Squad yes. or Justice League. Like I didn't mind Justice League, but it was like, oh, that's where the ship sort of sunk a bit. They, they ironically, rushed Justice the, League. Ironically, the ship did sink there, but Aquaman w- luckily was underwater exactly. to push it back up. Exactly. And I think nice. this is what they need to do. They just need to get like this is why I'm sort of excited with DC because we've got Shazam coming up, and then we've got Wonder Woman um, eight four. And it's again. I'm more excited about Wonder Woman they, than I am Shazam. But, but they're going for like those single characters, and it's important to build your characters first, yeah. and because they're what are going to build your universe. And you've got to know about your characters before you see them all and together. The, and that's why the JLA thing kind of fell flat yeah. for me. They hadn't done enough establishment because you know you knew some of the characters, like well, you knew half the characters, but you didn't really know the full t- and full team and. 
the thing was, people knew the Flash because of the TV show, but it's a different Flash, and it's. Do you know what I mean? You've got a. Like, that's what the MCU did, right? They built their characters before they made the team. And then now, mm. I guess now you can say, oh, but sometimes they'll introduce, like we say, a Black Panther in a thing. But they've got to that point where they can do that. Yeah. They can just throw in a character and be like, here you go. And, and it was just one in that case, whereas there were three new characters in JLA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you got Spider-Man as well in Civil War. But people... Yeah, that's a good point well made. People sort of know Spider-Man. But, like, their films were coming out. And, yeah. But I dug it. I don't get now we made if you it's a festive time it is there's a great film called Trading Places sadly it's got no comic book relevance right but there's a little wager made in there now me and Mark Mark okay. and I there we go predicted <laughs> it already <laughs> I can't help you now it's proper annoying I know we, 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 made, we had a wager. We had a, we? made a wager about Into the Spider-Verse and Aquaman and I'm quite happy to admit defeat purely because I don't know if it's I underestimated Aquaman or overestimated Into the Spider-Verse, but I thought it would make more money. But that was purely because I still had that cynicism with the DCEU, and, and I was and a bit worried. The thing is, it's not like... Out of the two films, I preferred Spider-Verse, and yeah. I, in a weird way, I'd have liked you to have been right, but you weren't. Yeah. Do you want to do it? I'm about to do, do, it. do it. Can I do it? Yeah. That, that is myself high five. So I enjoyed like in that. Like in trading places, we had a very small wage instead of I think they did like a nickel I enjoyed or a penny. That a we, lot. we did a self high five, and we're looking forward to doing many more self high fives in 2019. But, but when you look wages. at it, Spider Verse did incredibly well for an animated yeah. film. It's in like the top 30 films yeah. of the year. It's I think it's the most successful animated film of the year, despite only being out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And it's and to be technical we've got as the well, figures it's, here. It's made more money yeah if yeah. You take, it it, take out the budget yeah but, but budget wise it's it's more profitable yeah. but that wasn't what the bet was Fraser no but this is another interesting tidbit it just shows the importance of the Chinese box office because I was looking at the figures Aquaman has killed it in China oh, okay. and I think what helped Aquaman in this sense was you could tell DC uh, Warner Brothers I'm going to say Warner Brothers because I don't want to throw DC under the bus it's Warner Brothers you could tell Warner Brothers weren't confident with Justice League because they slammed all the international releases together with the US release. Right. And that's usually a sign to show that a company's not too a bit worried about it. But what they did with Aquaman is it's been in, out in China since the beginning of December. We got it like a week before the US. Australia mm. got it as well before the US. And then the US got it. So what they'll do is they'll release it to different uh, international markets. They build up that hype. And then when it finally comes to America... You know, it's already got that, oh, this is great, oh, this is good, or we saw it in our country, and Americans go, oh, finally, we get to see it. And so it just shows that, you know, Warner Brothers and DC were proud of this. Yeah. And it just get like... And it, it, they, they, they should it. be, because it was really well done. It was done. good, yeah. The, right, the, the, the figures, very quickly. Facts and figures. This is obscene when you think about it. The, the kind of figures is, uh, the Spider-Verse made $35.4 million in its opening weekend. Yeah. And Aquaman made $67 million in its opening weekend. That's incredible. A lot of money, in it? And when you consider how tiny Britain yeah. is, right? Yeah. They, uh, Aquaman made $5.2 million in Britain. Yeah. And Spider-Verse made $2.2 million yeah. in Britain. Yeah. In a weekend. And it's in December that's, as well. That's like, phenomenal. Th like, what I'll say is as well, when I was looking, there was a lot of movies out when Spy um, and Into the Spider-Verse came out, mm. and they still managed to top them all. Like, you got that Mary Poppins and all those. 
other films that aren't combat films don't worry we won't talk about them no. they're for another radio show <laughs> non <laughs> a specific radio show that's non comic books we talk about every film and TV that is specifically not about a comic <laughs> that's a good idea well, let's know. not do it then no not for us not for us now we are going to touch briefly on TV and this is sort of like a sad time yeah it's a bit of a sad time really because well the oh, MC, don't, MC don't, Netflix don't, shows don't. all went it's been, we d- we've had a lovely chat and now you've we now did well we got massive downer we've got Iron Fist season 2 which was much better than season 1 yeah, it, it was. was a nice um, nice way to finish it we got an incredible season 3 of um, Daredevil Luke Cage season, Wonderful. season 2 happened mm-hmm. it definitely occurred uh, I watched it did you? yeah it happened it was alright that's all I'm going to say it wasn't great it was alright it was alright it would do but now yeah that the last thing we're going to get it seems is maybe a Punisher Punishers in and January, Jessica Jones. January 2019 yeah there's one more Jessica season of Jones, Jessica Jones that's it so really it's a bit, a bit of a bummer really isn't it, it is a bit of a bummer um, but those those were great they were I'm, I'm interested to see what happens next year with the Disney thing whether or not they, they, whether or not they reboot those heroes or those yeah. heroes are just gone and you won't see them again in there's, the MCU yeah, there's, been or, a lot, there's been a lot of talk about like how you're not going to see Luke Cage because it's but so they're much, major characters so much, that they're just so, getting rid of yeah there's so much rift though between the film and TV people like there was a split and and what's going to happen with stuff like oh. Runaways and Cloak and Dagger oh no they're, they're fine they're not Netflix yeah they'll probably just get moved to a DC like a DC I've been talking too much about DC a Disney stream like yeah. Disney own small portions in Hulu they're going to own more when they take over Fox and stuff like that so right, they're fine enough. don't you worry about them they're going to be just Runaways was fine brilliant I loved Runaways I want to talk about an incredible series Black Lightning I, I loved that as well loved it amazing it was a DC show that wasn't in the CW and wasn't which awful, is good like Gotham and it, it benefited from yeah. not being related to any of yeah. the other stuff because I was thinking I was like oh yeah I could see this in the CW and then as soon as you watch the first couple of episodes like nah this is too, too serious or different just completely different tones to the CW and you know what it worked I mean okay so with the latest crossover in the CW universe they've sort of in, in like um, alluded to the fact that all the TV series TV shows are connected by different Earths and all that sort of stuff so it is maybe technically related but it, not really at though. this moment in time not I mean it technically but it could be it could be but yeah so I Really dug it. Um, I enjoyed again, like we said, with Black Panther, the representation not just mm. of uh, African American, mm. but like LGBT was on there. As yeah, well, exactly and was... right. And, and th- th- that was part of their marketing. And I'm like, well, it's cynical, but Perf- it worked. Perfect one to see in it. And then speaking of the CW, you know that mm. all those shows are still thriving and happening. Well, I say thriving. That some of them are taking a dip. But one show I really want to shout out with the CW is Legends of Tomorrow because it's just gone for the craziness. And that's why, I, in my opinion, it's the best one of the CW because it's just, it knows what it is. It's aware and it's just like, screw it. We're having a good time. We're going to keep this going. <laughs> now, one last little bit of 2018. Of course, I had to leave it to the end because it's one of my favourite things about 2018. It's been a great year for Spider-Man. It has been a Spider-Man great year. Spider-Man fans, just Spider-Fanatics, just everything Spiders, really. And we had a game. Spider-Man PS4 I was looking forward to this ever since they've released it and it was for the longest time they wouldn't tell you the release date at one point we just got the year and I was like 2018 is going to be a great year I don't know when this Spider-Man game it could be January it could be December but it's going to be a great year anytime and then we got September and I was in camp and I was like I'm going to go back from camp and I'm going to get to play Spider-Man and I've played and all the DLCs have been incredible Uh, I'll probably talk more about the 
final one because I've not actually completed it yet. I downloaded it, I was dead excited. And then, of course, it was Christmas, so you had to spend time with your family. I was like, but oh, I want to spend time with Peter Parker, Mary Jane, Black Cat, Felicia Hardy, and all these guys. <laughs> but I was, you know, in the Christmas spirit, so I spent time with family and friends. <sighs> kind of kind of regret it. Very briefly going to touch on the fact that I've downloaded Inky Pen, which is a, um, a Switch. new switch kind of comic book app thing so i'll review that at another point when i've yeah. had a proper look at it well yeah and that was launched amazing. earlier this month amazing 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 mm. now what were your favorite things of 2018 maybe some stuff we didn't touch upon maybe there's a tv show you were like oh krypton was amazing or one of those other ones um like mark mentioned runaways briefly if there's anything in 2018 or anything in 2018 you didn't like your opinions on these we want to know so um, join the Facebook group. Let us know in there. At us at, on Twitter. Do whatever you do. Whatever you want. Just get do. in touch. Like. You do you. You ready for this? Yeah, I am. Oh yeah. It's trade on. Never get your comics from the laugh. That, that, that's lovely. Well done. At one point, I'll get in sync with the thing. Now, if you're a you're like. Wait, what? What's happening here? We've mixed the order up a bit. Why not? Because Why we can. Not, Whatever floats your boat, it. So, this week on Trade Off... Oh, actually, no. Let's dial it back a bit. Trade Off is basically a part of the show that me and Mark... Mark and I like to do. Because Mark and I... I finally... Oh, got Well done. Mark and I have very different tastes when it comes to the comic books. I'm very much a child. <laughs> In my ways, I like a good old Marvel, DC, Archie, you know, good, happy-go-lucky story. Sometimes they're not so happy-go-lucky. To be fair, you gave me Craven the Hunter yeah, a few so weeks, I was but just, that was, I was not just thinking, happy, lovely. I was just thinking they're not all so happy-go-lucky. But if you wanted to insult me, you'd say I read like a child. But that's your taste, Which you is know? fair. I, I, it's not that I don't like those books. Mark is more adult, and I don't mean in a not-safe-for-work kind of way. He... He likes his sci-fi, he likes his horror. If you wanted to insult him, you'd say he's an image fanboy. Well, that- <laughs> there are worse things to say about me, Exactly, dear. but no, he's he's very much, like, into the whole independence. And, you know, it, it's a good dynamic, I feel like, we have here, and it works. So, trade-off, basically, is the part of the show where we tr- give each other trades. We trade off. We do. Some we take weeks. it in turns. Yeah. One week we have something from Fraser, which is usually Spider-Man. And, um, and then the next yes. week we have something from me, which is usually Image. Yeah. Uh, but this we, week... We know, what we, we know what we like. Well, this week it's not Image or Spider-Man. No. What? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's my choice. And um, it's from an independent British publisher, T-Pub. And it's a... Um, it, it wasn't released as a comic at all. It was released as full a, trade. a full-on trade from the very beginning. It's, and it's called story. Twisted Dark uh, by Neil Gibson. Very twisted and very dark. Um, How did you find yes. it? Because I, I, I knew giving you this that you... I, obviously, I'd read it and I loved it. And I knew giving you this, you'd kind of like... You would it's, put- it's one of those things where it's you, you, you have to stop and just pause your life when the, the the bad stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. You, did you think to yourself, I potentially corrupted my young, innocent friend here? Or did you just think, <laughs> ah, it'd be funny though, won't it? Bit of both. Now, <laughs> it's funny you said that. Oh, you just take a pause and take a breath in life for this. Ah, because of Christmas and stuff like that. I was like, right, I know I've got to read Twisted Dark. I'll leave, a, I'll leave an afternoon for it. It a definitely whole, wasn't a, a Christmassy after- feel, was a it? A whole afternoon. Yeah, it was... 
So I didn't get to take a break. I managed to binge the whole, I think, 190s. No, it was a lot of pages. And it was, yeah, very twisted, very dark. It reminded me of grim, Grizzly Tales for Gruesome Kids. And it was, yeah, even the nicest of stories. Well, no, there was a twisted end, twisted dark end to it. My uh, my two pickouts for me, um, story-wise, were the father and someone. I thought, oh, oh, this is really nice. And then at the end, it's like that reveal. is like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's all an illusion in the guy's head. The son's been dead for six years. I was like, <laughs> was horrid. <laughs> no. Horrid. I was like, oh, my goodness. Brilliant. Brilliantly done. Excellent. Like, that's what I want to say about all these. Like, they did scar me and hurt me emotionally. But they were all <laughs> excellently done and, you know, perfectly man- manipulated it's me emotionally, which is amazing to do in a book. Nasty, nasty dark horror that didn't need graphic gore to just ruin you it reminded me very much of like black mirror in that sort of sense of like all the episodes are like sort of a twisted tale and they weren't they weren't too interconnected or something like that but you know you just kept reading and it's like you over did the, need to read the before ones after and over the six volumes of of, of Twisted Dark oh they do become more interconnected oh and right. stuff from the first volume oh. actually ends up influencing something in the in the last volume and it's it's just wonderful just very very dark I did also enjoy the cool little quotes before each story mm. I was very happy as well to see Robert Downey Jr. was one I mean it was a pretty it was one about his addiction yeah but I was just like hey Iban's in this <laughs> but, <laughs> I suppose yeah. he was but um definitely enjoyed it I'd probably if I just found out there's six more volumes I might, I might read some more might I'll lend to, you them might just have to take a break and compose myself but I will say <laughs> it, great stories great story I don't I don't know if enjoys the word um, and that's the thing isn't it I love stuff like this and then I take a step back and I'm like what's wrong with you all this <laughs> sadness and darkness and evil why are you reading this rather than something that's happy and light and stuff I might have to yeah it might be, have to be like a double feature I might have to read this and then read like some happy-go-lucky Archie tales or something. Yeah, like get yourself some Archie. Good old Americana and stuff like that. And then, and then when the two combine in Riverdale, I'll be well prepared. What, for what it did you think thing. of the artwork? Did you feel that the black and white, the black, the black and white definitely suited the yeah the what they were going for and stuff like um, the you know the whole themes and motifs all the way through is like yeah it's twisted and dark, it's black and white, and it's it's painting that picture on the world like it's a black and white like you're seeing it as a black and white world. Everything's mm. like. But it's one of them, because they say black and white, you see things in black and white, you see things as they are, but you don't in this world. It's like no. they all get flipped on your head, and you're like, oh, okay, I thought I knew something. I did not know that. Do you yeah. know, there's actually a volume called Twisted Light, which is... Everything nice. Yeah. Okay, I might, he, I might have to read they that. They did then. that. Um, the same author, Neil Gibson, did did that as a kind of like, I can write stuff I that's be, nice. I can be nice. <laughs> I just choose not to be, but you know, I definitely recommend it. And if you like me, you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. I mean, if you, don't do it all in one. Do sort of compose yourself and sort of yeah. You you, I, I, you pause <laughs> between break. each one. Take breaks. Go outside. See the happy side of life, and then go back to it. Maybe what read it with twisted light so you get a bit of both worlds indeed but yeah no oh, i'm really glad you liked la, la, it la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah it wasn't perfect christmas there <laughs> to be fair i made the schedule so i did it on myself really i didn't really think it through <laughs> but yeah lovely 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 um and if you guys have again if you guys have read this if we want to know your opinion as well if you've read all six mm-hmm. volumes i'm sorry if you need someone to talk to i'm sure mark will talk to you cause we're, we're, we're here for hugs I'm if not, you need i'm not emotionally ready for it to be honest i'm still scared <laughs> <laughs> now yeah that was trade-off guys now are you ready for this always <laughs> 
damn it. You suck. Damn it all. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm going home. I'm going, I'm going to America with Auntie Jane. We could just, like, yeah, re- no, gonna, record a proper oh, version of it. If I do, if I do though, I'm gonna, it's going to be, like, so many takes of that. I'm just going to keep doing it. And, and you know I'll video it and put it on gonna Twitter. We're going to keep doing it until we get the perfect one, and then I'm going to keep that. As you should a, see the faces he pulls when he goes, pull or oh, pass. Oh, it's it's oh, wonderful. Pass. You're a ridiculous no, I'm going to do, do a restart and pretend that it went fantastic. It did. It, it, it did. Well, but no, no one can tell you otherwise, Fraser. Now, this is a section of the show <laughs> called Pull or Pass. To basically explain the format of the show, when you go into your local comic book store and you buy a comic, let's say a... Who, which comic do we want to buy today, Mark? What comic are you... What have you... I hate own? Fairyland. He, Mark is seeing it. I hate Fairyland. Let's say 22. He's picked it up and he's put it behind and the clerk at the back of the desk will go, would you like to add this to your pull? Mark's like, ooh, what is a pull? Well, Mark, a pull is basically, it's like a subscription service, but less intense, less, oh, you need a direct debit and we need you need to be here, everything, and, and, and pick it up. Basically, whenever there's another I hate fairy on, let's say 23, 24, 1 billion, they will put it behind the... It ended. Um, I, it broke my heart. Rip. I know. They, they will put it behind the desk for usually like a nice little folder that says Mark or something like that, depending on how big the comic book um, shop is. We had me and my friend Jacob had a nice little folder together. It was dead cute, dead cute. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And put yeah, it, and it was just folded loads of Spider Man. Really, to be honest, <laughs> it was all Jacob. Clearly, not me. No. <laughs> Hello, Jacob. But basically, yeah, so a pull sort of that. And what we do on this show is we have a segment called Pull or Pass where we'll look at free, usually free, sometimes more, comics, and we decide whether we would add them to our pull or we're just going to pass on them. But for now, because it's sort of a reflection, we're looking at 2018. This is our review of the year. Exactly. This so, show. So we're looking. It's a nice sort of way to get to know us, really. So I'll see what's on our pull because we're talking about some of the ones we talked on the show, but also stuff that was on our pull before the show mm-hmm. started in 2018. Now, Mark, let's start with your pull. Well, the, the first thing I will say is this segment of the show has made my pull really expensive. <laughs> like, I was sorry, quite happy sorry. in my blissful ignorance of not knowing about amazing new stuff that was coming out and, and, and buying the trades when they <laughs> But, uh, I, I can't go into my local comic book shop now because I, I need, a, need to mortgage my house. You're just there with, like, a wig and a faint moustache and, like, keeping your hood down. Like, <laughs> I mean, cognito. I just wanted to have a look what's out this week. Oh, my goodness, there's so much more stuff I want to add. There, there, there was but some... if I go past the desk, they'll make me pay for my pull. There was some wretched stuff on pull up past I'm this not going to lie, yeah, we're probably going to talk There was about some it. exceptional stuff. I mean, for me, self-made was wonderful. Oh, clever right. sci-fi. You stole with, it right from me. Come on. Cl- like clever sci-fi that me- that me- made you leave with lots of questions, and I, I-, I just pulled that because I, I want to know what happens. It was perfect. It, we-, we talked about it on the show, and it was just like that first issue was a perfect. Sort mm. of like it got you what you wanted to. You know, it got all the information you need to carry on with the story. Yeah. And we talked a lot about image and a lot. Just to sort of include the past part of this segment of the show, we've passed a- on a lot of stories just because that first. Think that first comic didn't set up the world for no. us, and it was just like we know, like you say, like you've even said that you'd take it on a trade or you try it, but like in trade format. But as a pull or pass, it's it's got to be a pass because you don't set up that world. Yeah, but that f- did it great and ended on such a nice cliffhanger that made you want to keep on reading. And I was pleasantly surprised by the IDW Judge Dread stuff. I actively avoided it because yeah. I'm a fan of 2000 AD and I didn't want the Americans enough, to get yeah. their hands on it. And you made me read it, and it was really good. I was like, 
Oh, happy okay. To, happy to this is so. just you being a British snob, then, is it, Mark? <laughs> and, and well, you know, British and snobby. It's two things I'm good at. Yeah. That says she go to, it's your calling card. It's what it says below you. you know, very British. Introductions. Very Adams, snobby. British, British snob. and snobby. And, you know, I, I have no problems with this. I know who I am. And uh, so, yeah, that was, that was a pleasant surprise. And that we. We, we we read Shuri, which I know we did for the pilot that wasn't aired, and that yeah. was an. I, I didn't feel like there was enough of that character, yeah, or enough about that character to have her own title, and I was wrong, and that yeah. was great. Pleasantly I, surprised. Yeah, I was yeah, pleasantly yeah. surprised by Shuri. That was a good book. That was a di- yeah, I dug that, and it, it's cool. Marvel has started doing that now. They're sort of giving loads of uh, characters from the films or loads of side mm. characters their own sort of stories. Like a Winter Soldier one's got one. And someone else from Black Panther's gone, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's 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 just great to see, really. More books, and yeah, absolutely. And and Bitter Root was another one that um, I, I just loved. Uh, you know, a, a comic book about race and social justice yeah. that reminds me of my favourite author, a woman called Octavia Butler. And I just I just loved it. I loved loved that comic book, and I'm really excited to just read it all and give me more now, please. Oh, class, 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 <laughs> class, class. Now, when I go through on um, Polo Pass, I literally, this show has changed me. I've been checking out more sort of um, image and sort of different books because of the way we do, the way we run Polo Pass. So when I look at my pre-show uh, poll, I'm like, oh, this is very, uh, like I said, Childlike Marvel DC, much Spider Man, very very much Spider Man, and it's, I mean it might just be swell enough to touch upon the many Spider Man that there's been. Chip Zdarsky did an, he's doing amazing, spectacular, amazing Spider Man. Dan Slot finished off his run and it was incredible. We got Red Goblin, a mix of Carnage and Green Goblin, which was crazy, yeah, that's co- nasty. crazy cool. But like my one image book that I had was Invincible and that had always been my go-to yeah but I read Invincible so technically read Image but then that ended and I was a bit like oh man and that was sort of like Invincible is next week's pull or pass as well exactly it all ties in and it was it was a nice sort of um, it was a nice book to get me onto Image because it's a superhero book it's very similar to like Spider-Man and stuff like that and Nightwing which I always dug and interestingly enough the team that worked on that are now working on the Amazing Spider-Man book so I'm really enjoying that and I'm looking forward to what comes in 2019 because each different writer on the on Spider-Man and on like other like Batman and stuff like that they always bring something new and I'm always excited to enjoy it Um one thing I really enjoyed as well, speaking to Chips and Darsky, it was Marvel's two-in-one. It was Human Torch and The Thing. And this was incredible because it was bringing the Fantastic Four back. But this, That's old school as well. Yeah, that, that, that's I, like 70s stuff, Marvel fant- two-in-one. Oh, no, it was fantastic. To, to, oh, well, ruined the... I just said fantastic. What a nod. <laughs> um, but it really was. It was this buddy comedy and it dealt with grief and stuff like that. And it was it was so good to see. And like the dynamic between the two was incredible. And then we did get the Fantastic Four return. Dan Slott was sort of working on that. And I'll be honest, I think Marvel 2 and 1 did Fantastic Four better than the Fantastic Four. Don't get me wrong. Great book. Glad they're back. And they, you know, it's interesting what they're doing with it. But yeah, Marvel 2 and 1 really did incredible with it. Uh, another book I'm going to go through Marvel then I'll go through DC we already talked about my image big image like reveal which made me like oh I'm dead happy to collect this which was self made Mm. but I want to talk about Avengers No Surrender it's sort of it was a great it was Marvel because Marvel and the comics are very slipping and they always do this thing of like 
oh, Civil War's coming out. Oh, we'll do Civil War 2 then. Infinity War's coming out. Yeah. There's Infinity Wars, and they've always and sort of... Civil War 2 wasn't. Irked it was. too much on that, and it's never been a great story. But this Avengers No Surrender, there were so many Avengers teams, and it was all becoming a hot mess. But this was a weekly series. It was very reliable. It came out every week. You know, the art and stuff, the stories were fantastic. It was touching on characters who hadn't been touched up upon before, but still gave you that Avengers feeling. Was Devo that I bought it for the two Spider-Men and they got frozen, but whatever, that's okay, I'm over it. <laughs> but it's really good, and it sort of helped bring in a new team of Avengers, which I really, really enjoyed. And it was a, yeah, great story. We may, <laughs> we can touch a bit upon Infinity Warps, but we might have to give that a miss. If you want our opinions on it, we had a whole polar yeah, pass on it, was... and we forced ourselves to get one of the amalgams. And that again, that's sort of that's sort of the marvel you didn't have like. I want to say it was past, lazy, but it's yeah, the laziness, but it's still irking. Um, it's a title that gave me so much heartache because it started off fantastic and it was very important in DC's rebirth was Titans the return of Wally West that team dynamic was incredible but it seems like DC um, got more and more disinterested in it which really irks me and I'm I want to say there was highlights for 2018 with Titans don't get me wrong they did they did incredible stuff with Wally um, and Dick Grayson and just the whole team up Roy Harper as well um, Speedy Red Arrow whatever you want to call him was Arsenal was, was great in it and sort of like this trauma and stuff he was going through was it great and it led it partly led into Heroes in Crisis now and they're doing stuff with Wally and that which is a bit like oh come on but Heroes in Crisis I read that for Boost the Gold and I'm enjoying where it's going and I know you love your Boost Crisis is a bit of a buzzword at DC so you can sort of see where the future's going with that and it's like oh but my big thing this this year was Booster Gold returning. I was so happy. <laughs> he rocked up in Man of Steel, and it, it was the run-up to the 1,000th issue, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get it till the 1,000th issue, because Boost... I, honestly, I thought it was going to be two issues, but it ended up being like a whole six-issue arc, and it was incredible. Booster Gold showing why he's the greatest hero no one's ever heard of, earning Superman's respect. They tried it again with Batman, which is, again, another story. Didn't work out too great. We got like a Batman sort of flashpoint, bat point. And that was, point. that was really fun to see. And I'm just happy that Booster Gold's finally popped up in Rebirth. And it's going to be incredible. And I'm looking forward to, what, 2019 holds for Booster Gold and stuff like that. Quick mention to Flash War as well, just because we're running out of time, I know. And Flash War was pretty cool. It was just cool to see Wally and Barry together again. And the other Wally. And that's the thing. Just all the Flashies. We're running out of time because there's so much to talk about with comic books at, at this time. We, we, we are in a golden age. Golden age of comics in film, TV, and in comics now we're interested what was on your poll and pass for 2018 and next week we're going to look at the future and what will potentially be on our poll and what will potentially pass we're interested again to see what you guys think uh yeah so do that facebook twitter all the shebangs all of them get wow. social media ring exactly that's all the, the social mediums well ne- but that's a show mate it that is, is that is our 2018 it is back Thank Next you. week, we'll be looking at 2019. We're looking forward. Mm-hmm. We've gone back. Now we need to go forward. Well, thank you for listening. We've had a fab time. We hope you have too. And Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was going to say, so yeah, what Mark said. Great Scots. It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same Geek time, same Geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. 
And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.